0: In the immortal words of the Commodore 64, press play on tape. Welcome to Beer Plus 3, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. Joining me today is Justin Bieber's life coach, it's Rick Anderson. Greetings and sushi, listeners. (laughs) And with me today is the only woman to feel the rapture. It's my wife, and beautiful woman that she is, Jamila sanchez hey. <laughs> Hello. Hello.
1: This beer's good. Oh. Um at least one of us at this table believes that to be true. <laughs> yeah. We're um this looks like we're heading for a disagreement on this one. Um, yeah. Yeah, this would be a great uh what do you call that stuff? For
2: michelada.
1: Michelada. This would be a great Michelada cuz it has a little bit of the oh. sour already of the yeah. lime and yeah. stuff and yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. It'd be good.
1: Yeah. So we should let everybody in on the fact that we're drinking the Wingman Brewers. Uh, what is it? The
0: lime gose.
1: Lime gose. Uh, ale brewed with lime
0: and sea salt.
1: Hmm. For I'm Michelada. not
2: getting. really? For me, Oh, maybe, I
1: maybe Michelada. that's what inspired this one. Maybe. The, um, I, I'm kind of middle of the road on this one. I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's just kind of a interesting. Like I said, it, it, it almost tastes more like a juice or something like a juice drink instead of a. Oh, they Instead used. A beer. Uh,
0: they use lime juice in it. Okay. Oh, you can pair this. I love the pairings. <laughs> Pairing is with smoked salmon. Yes. Speck. Antacos. Speck. Mexican cuisine. <laughs> of course.
1: <laughs> or a double whopper and, with cheese.
0: Um. This this comes out of nowhere. This is this is even weirder than speck. because yes. I wouldn't do this with this. Yeah. Watermelon. Watermelon. Yeah. Apparently, pairs with watermelon.
1: In y- <laughs> okay, I'm not following the watermelon thing. Nope, that,
0: that is a, that is a line. And yeah, I've, watermelon is one of my favorite fruits of all time. I love yeah. melons. Yeah. Okay, melons of all times. <laughs> but um, um, the Mexicans like to cover everything in the chili and lime, and yeah. they do the same thing with a watermelon yeah. or salt and lime. Yeah. And I find that a travesty beyond all travesties because yeah. watermelon is so perfect just as itself. Just plain, plain old fucking... Just give You me don't even juice. cook it before you I don't it. cook it. <laughs> I don't even make a hole and then fuck it. All I do is slice it and then get my face all up in there. Yeah. I I saw I'll carve a, a vagina sometimes into it and then just eat away
1: <laughs> so there's nothing left. Hello, watermelon vagina, my old friend. <laughs> Um, I I watched I saw a cooking <laughs> show recently where somebody was creating um, watermelon steaks by chopping off slabs of it and grilling it. And I just thought that was the weirdest. That's the st- <laughs> God, that makes me angry.
0: The only reason I I uh, like the corn on the cob for Mexicans, they have to have it with the the uh, the the mayo and the and then the chili. and then they'll eat it and and I'm like and lime you gotta put lime on it too it's good it's really good I've never had it it. I I, I have had it that way I like it that way yeah but sometimes I just want the fucking corn (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: that has a name that thing has esquite
1: yeah and then elote is the other thing or what Mm. Mm. is is that is that Spanish for boring
0: (laughs) no (laughs) esquite is the one that I just described with the lime oh oh I thought I was thinking
1: the other way around okay got it and (laughs) <laughs> we eat
2: corn a lot, so we have a lot of ways
1: to eat. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. You have yeah. all those exciting ways to eat corn, and you just want it plain. <laughs> and really?
0: sometimes I just want <laughs> fucking corn.
1: You ever gone somewhere with somebody, like to an ice cream shop or something, and they get vanilla? You ever had that happen? I've had that happen. <laughs> I've, I
0: I don't often go to ice cream shops since I've been it lactose was, intolerant for
1: twenty oh, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the best place to go to ice cream shops is Mexico. So. Mm. Deanne and I had a friend in Aberdeen that we we you know occasionally what? go to because there's not a lot of places. Aberdeen, to, yeah, in Aberdeen. Wants not vanilla, a of, not a lot of things to do, so we'd go to Baskin Robbins. Don't want that foreign ice cream. Just <laughs> yeah. give me vanilla. <laughs> but he would get vanilla, and I remember I was just like, I don't care what he gets, but Deanne was always like, it's <laughs> like, well, who the hell gets vanilla? <laughs> that is like the most boring thing you can pick. She oh, all like, of a sudden, your wife in Seinfeld. know. <laughs> oh, I- <laughs> Who gets vanilla? I don't get it. What <laughs> is the deal it. with this vanilla? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it's it's weird. I it's strange. You know, that is that is not just lacking an adventure. That is like uh lacking a fucking pulse. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that like, is, that's, I'm sure his personality was woo I've got that or thirty other flavors I can try today. Mm, I'm, have I'm just gonna have vanilla. The L. The colors scare me, <laughs> sir. Did you want the French vanilla or the plain? What? Does I'll have the Trump ice cream, thank you. French vanilla. The f- what the? What? I crazy. want a thing of ice cream. It's vanilla ice cream, and just build a wall around it. <laughs> if I wanted to go on an adventure, I'd go to Disneyland. Just give me the plain vanilla. <laughs> Disneyland.
0: I'd go to Disneyland but they have that black rat that runs the place oh yeah yeah. no we don't want that <laughs> but, like real vanilla ice cream is the best thing in oh, the fucking world yeah. when, when I was a kid we had the ice cream maker uh-huh. that you had to crank mm-hmm. guess who cranked it <laughs>
2: uh, the kid that had all the energy the best the
0: yeah, yeah it's really good. Food. It is very good. The yeah. coconut's really good. My favorite ice cream in Mexico mm-hmm. is either lime or lime and
1: tequila. Lime yeah. and
0: tequila ice cream is
1: the sweet. I was going to say, yeah, I was, I, I, or I should have said that um, oh, a, really, a, a really good vanilla ice cream is actually kind of adventure. I mean, you can find some that are really awesome, like yeah, but most, a vanilla bean I doubt, ice cream. Fantastic. I, I doubt Aberdeen has <laughs> no, really, no, honestly, no. good
0: vanilla ice cream <laughs> sitting around somewhere.
1: Yeah, probably not. They go, well,
0: Hogendall's is the best. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I don't know why I'm using that accent for Aberdeen. They just speak oh, it does.
1: Like they don't talk like that. But it They affects. probably say Warsh. <laughs> Warsh, yes. They probably say
3: <laughs> cat.
1: We've been invaded by a cat. Yes, by a giant pussy. <laughs> She's fuzzy and flea bitten. So you're uh you're you say no, nay to the I would give the ghost I would give it two. The yeah. goze.
0: I would yeah. give it two
1: only because it would make a good Michelada. Yeah. I would I'd give it a three, just as is, you know, not adding anything to it or anything. But um I it still weirds me out a little bit because it doesn't it literally does not taste like a beer. I wouldn't well, know it was a beer. Goze
0: sour flavor. Mm-hmm. But it... It's trumped by the lime taste, right? The salt, I think, adds a lot to it. I think I, the salt really brings out a lot
1: of. I'm not getting the any, flavor. I'm not getting any salt with it because
0: salt really is is, is supposed to bring out. I'm I'm going to go all Mike on you, okay? But uh, <laughs> it, it, the salt's <laughs> supposed to bring out all the flavor, right? And, and sea salt is really good for that. And yeah, so it, it really does bring out a lot of lime flavor. Here, You okay. can have the
1: rest. Well, maybe it's a background thing that I'm just not. Maybe I know I'm not consciously c- catching any of the salt, but maybe that maybe it's. Maybe but it's I think the salt the, really
0: balances the beer or, yeah. and the the gose kind of sour flavor with the lime, right? And I think that really does balance it a lot better. And, yeah. and giving it a two just means it's not my really. it's yeah. just my opinion is not my. F-
1: I'd, I'd give it a three, which for me is just me like exactly what I just said. I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's uh, it's just a beer. It's Just a beer. It is definitely. I, I will. I will give them this. It's, it's one to five. I yeah. I will. What did you? What are you rating it?
2: Hmm? Three.
1: Three. Okay. Yeah.
2: Because the only reason that I, the only way that I will really drink it. Yeah. Yet I'm drinking it right now because it's not bad.
1: Yeah.
2: It's just because it reminds me to Michelada. Right. It reminds me to Mexico sweets.
1: I didn't even think about that until you said it. That's probably you know that is probably what inspired it. Hmm. Um, that, that could be. Yeah. And uh, we're getting a little tense moment here while the cork is coming up out of the top of. The- oh, that was ah! anticlimactic. But. Uh, you try that
0: one. Mm-hmm. This is. This- <laughs> I just tried to talk into my glass. Uh, this is a uh, 750 milliliter. So I think you'll get to try this. Because I, I doubt it's a sour ale. So we're not going to go like through this really quickly. Yeah. What is. So. Uh, who's- what is this it- is uh, the North Fork. Limited edition Electric Berryland, okay. Deming
1: style, raspberry sour ale from 2015. I have to say, that would have got my attention as a label shopper. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool I wish label. they would sell it outside of the... Uh... Yeah, they really need to consider doing well, that. They're, they're that probably would be... not going to.
0: Um, yeah. Number one, I don't think they can really afford to go outside um, no. Deming. Um, that much, mm-hmm. but also, I mean, they're they're a local joint. and I think they like being
1: local. Joint. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, if they don't have any I know, aspirations. The time
2: to... that I go to that place is, yeah. you know, one one thing is go there, order a pizza, and come home. But when it's... I go there, last time we went, we went with Mike, yeah, the three of us, yeah, and we finished our beers in the beer garden. Oh my God, we had such a good time, and it's such a right nice place, you know, mm-hmm. and.
1: It just seems so sad that they're so they make such great beer and it's just limited to there. Yeah, right there. That's mm-hmm. it. I yeah, mean, it's it, it it's something this kind this such good beer you want to share with the world and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. They're, they, eh. wow, that's I, I'm having the same reaction to this that I had to the to the lime. This oh. is I would rate this mm-hmm. better though, but uh, Ooh, same yeah. reaction. Mm-mm. It's not. It's not. It doesn't taste like exactly like a beer to me. Well, no, it's a sour. It mm. tastes exactly like a sour. Oh, I didn't know it was a sour. It's not as
0: sour, I would say, as their uh, um, She's So Weird or uh, their, uh, The Devil Is Six. Yeah. But um, it's, it's flavorful. It's delicious. It's mm-hmm. definitely a raspberry flavor. Yeah. So I wonder if there's anything. Let's see. This tart raspberry number weighs in at 7% ABV. Mm-hmm. So it's a strong <laughs> aroma and color is indicated of Walken County Berryland's finest. Hmm. Enjoy a moderate Brett funk, which yeah, there's uh, it's there. Yeah, but it's not as funky as is like a, a true Brett. Um, and sour dry finish, and it's very dry finish, and mm-hmm. I think it lends well to the to the yumminess. Yeah, and we will definitely save some of that for uh, my wife. And no pairings listed on the bottle. <laughs> No, they have self-respect. <laughs> that drives me nuts when they do that. Yeah. It's, it's, your pairings. You're not a fucking wine. Just yeah. get over yourself. It's a yeah.
2: beer. And wine goes with everything.
3: <laughs> you, are, you are a wino, so there's that.
2: <laughs> I have a friend that was just in Napa, and I was in Napa Valley. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was late, like, for four days, something like that. Yeah. She's not a drinker. She's a sports person. And I was so angry. What are you doing there? I should be there.
0: <laughs> she was probably running because my, uh, my boss did some my sort of run through, through Napa States. Valley. But
2: but she was just was in like, wine what? tastings, you know. She didn't go there to drink. Yeah, <laughs> guess, you know, for me, go there to drink. It. No,
1: she yeah. she just went and tasted. Yeah. you would yeah. go there. Sure well, she, so would I. She goes I. to a wine
2: tasting, and she it's all she has, and then yeah. she goes running.
1: It's like, hey, I'm going to Las Vegas. I don't gamble. I don't, I don't go to shows. I'm not looking for hookers. <laughs> it's like me, I'm just yes, going to go to Las Vegas. <laughs> she
2: just went to La- After that, she went to Las Vegas. I don't yeah. know what she's doing, but I'm sure
1: she's doing the same. I, I went to Las Vegas last week, and they had the best vanilla ice cream I have ever had in my life. <laughs> pretty much,
0: it. that's pretty ra- I could see her because the, if, if you've ever been to Las Vegas, their city blocks yeah. are five times bigger than any city block in the fucking world. Yeah, they're like a half mile long city block. Like so she's she's like, oh, well, this is a test. This is iron with the person. heat and everything. Yeah, you
2: know, she lives in Denver.
0: So oh boy, you <laughs>
2: mm.
0: just tried to drink my microphone. In, yeah,
2: in Denver, in a very famous place. Uh, what is the place she lives in?
0: Um Denver, Colorado? No. Hmm? Oh, Lake Tahoe? No. Tahoe what? I don't know. Cuz Denver has tons of
1: breweries. So, um I, micro breweries I, I have to bring this up because there's no way we can't talk about this because everybody's talking about it, which is Pokemon Go. Yeah. So, are you guys have you guys played it? Yes, yes. I I am currently oh, okay. playing it and
0: yeah. I am the saddest Pokemon Go person we're ever. Not here. Because well, I joined Team Yellow, and it took me a week and a half just to get to the level, which mm-hmm. is level 5, to join something. Yeah. Which, it seems everyone else is level 37 now. <laughs> and my my strongest Pokemon is like 214. Yeah. and am also waiting for Nikita, so we can play yeah. with her. Yeah. No, I'm not waiting for Nikita. I play it at work because it's the only because we live out in the middle of fuck all nowhere. And no matter how far you you try to spread out your map,
1: there's yeah. gonna be nothing there. Yeah. I, I played so, it for a little while only because as a as a father of a twenty year old, I was I was absolutely excited that something came out that caused my twenty year old daughter to revert to being, you know, ten years old again. Yeah. It was so awesome. Is she was still like, doing Oh it? my god. Yeah, she's still doing it. In fact, she is downtown Bellingham right now with some friends walking yeah. around gathering Pokémon so they're they're really into it and um I loved it. I mean we spent one night driving around downtown Bellingham because I'm coming back home from work and she's she's in the car with me and and she goes, "Oh my god, there's a Pikachu somewhere in the area." I was like, "Oh god, all right. So we're circling around the blocks and going down different roads and she's like no it disappeared turn around go the other way so we like spent a half hour down there nice never found the darn thing you know she's she's keeps going it keeps coming onto my radar and then it goes and then i'm like that doesn't make any sense because it disappeared we went that way that way that was like okay. so you need to get out of the car and walk yeah i think that i think the game actually knows if you're going too fast to be walking and so it uh it intentionally causes yeah. you you know it doesn't show you all the stuff but um it's. I'm amazed at how many people I see downtown playing it. Today, I went walking a couple blocks away to go grab something for lunch, and I pass a bunch of guys who look like uh, construction workers standing in a group talking. And as I'm passing... You they know, literally have hard hats on? Um, no, none of them are wearing hard hats, but that's what they look like. That's They look like a group of guys who were like construction workers. I mean, that's like physically... They don't look like Pokemon players. Let's just say that, okay? right? And so I'm walking by, and I hear the guy talking about how difficult it is to get eggs to hatch. And I'm walking by, and I'm going, oh, you're kidding me. And then some other guy says, yeah, and it's also really tough to get so-and-so to evolve. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell, man? It's taking like, over the world. This and- is cutting across all kinds of groups. It's weird. I, yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen it. It's pretty amazing how yeah. big...
0: Well, it, you know, Pokemon's been around for 20 years. Mm-hmm. This is its twentieth year, I think. In nineteen ninety six, is when the game came out, yeah. uh, and that was just the video game. And then two years later, the card game came out, and that blew up.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, and then of course they've had multiple video games since then for on multiple platforms. Yeah, but uh, this is a multi generational thing right. at this point. I mean, we're it talking really is, people it's, that it's were probably had... born in the mid eighties, early to mid eighties. Yeah, started getting into it in ninety six, but also you know. Every year after that, another generation got into
1: it. Yeah. You know? It's weird the longevity that it has though. I mean, I wouldn't I, I never saw this. I mean, I remember when when my daughter got into it, it was actually declining. And it was hard to find things at that yeah, I remember point. You saying that, yeah. yeah. And it was just, you know, I I thought, well, it was it's it's a novelty, it's a cute thing, but yeah, obviously it's going away. Nope. And yeah, and I've just watched over the years, it just kind of keeps surfacing and surfacing, and now this is like exploded. Yep. This yeah, is it's, crazy. It's, it's such it's so
0: accessible, accessible to everyone, and especially in the first world that has, you know, cell phones yeah, and yeah. tablets and things, and we all have G's now. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and of course, the only reason I'm really playing is that my eight year old wants to do this because she, of course, she heard about it, and now yeah. she really wants to play it. So I said yes, I downloaded it. I'm collecting uh um EVs because that's her favorite. I'm collecting <laughs> EVs for her. I actually stopped because uh, there's two pokey stops at work. I go to Amy. Yeah. <laughs> there's two pokey stops at work and a gym. Yeah. Which freaked my boss the fuck out. Because she's like, he's like, oh my god, are they gonna just kids being brought in here? Kids are just gonna be wandering around our casino doing this? I'm like, no, it's gonna be twenty somethings. Mm-hmm. Because children can't get out to our casino because we're four miles from anything. <laughs> That's a dedicated kid. (laughs) Exactly. If that that kid's hiking the two miles from, uh, or three miles actually from uh, Ferndale, that kid's dedicated and he deserves to be there. (laughs) That's right. So it took him about a week to settle down and and about a day to really just like stop freaking out about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen? Well, what's going to happen? Nothing's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. You know who's going to play this? Employees. Yeah, it's not a big deal. That's who's going to play it. And uh, uh, luckily, it just happens to be Team Yellow. That's what I joined Mm -hmm. when I became Level Five, and it took me a week and a half to do that. Yeah, um, to be Level Five because the only place I do it is at work. And so I go to work, there's two Pokestops, I could hit those, and then I sit at my desk and hit whatever Pokemon comes my way. That's really all I do, and then I'll go out on the floor and work. But uh, there's people already... like. That are posting like these incredibly powerful things are all like level thirty seven. Wow, I am dumb. It's really <laughs> what I am. I'm, I'm dumb. So I, uh, when my kid gets back, I've got protection on my phone now. I even got a case for it. Eventually, uh, not right now, but yeah, I got a case for it, and uh, I'll take her downtown, and we'll yeah. hunt Pokemon together. Yeah, that's, that's cool. gonna be fun to do as a father daughter, or you
1: know, a family to do, and it'll be a lot yeah. of fun. Yep. Yeah, that's um. I my extent of it was just uh, every morning I would wake up and look and see if there's anything in my immediate vicinity. Mm. And then I would look again later in the day. <laughs> and that was about it. You know, what the amazing part is I would be downtown at work and never anything down there. I'd find stuff all the time at my house. Yeah. It's like what the hell? I would think downtown there would be a lot more stuff, but I don't know. I think downtown
0: gets picked off quickly. I mean, yeah,
1: they say that the Pokémon are there for everybody. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I think right. they
0: only have so many iterations. Yeah,
1: you have to see it before somebody grabs it and then after that point it it will disappear because mm-hmm. Alex and I tested that. She um or I spotted something, caught it, and I mentioned it to her and she go, and then she said, "Oh, she goes, I think it won't be there." I said, "Well, I thought it was, you know, I thought everybody could see their own. And she pulls it up, and it's gone. So it's like if, if when somebody no, catches it, it yeah. yeah, it goes away. Yeah, it, it
0: eventually goes away. I think the timer starts as soon as somebody catches it, right. but everyone else that's in the room can catch it if they try. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I. I've just been collecting Pokeballs for like the week this last <laughs> week, so I'm up to almost
1: like eighty Pokeballs, So when I do that's, play it with my daughter, she'll have plenty of Pokeballs. That's do. what caused me to give up is that I ran out of Pokeballs, and I was like, I'm this I'm not gonna keep I'm not doing this. I Alex I asked Alex and she goes, Oh, you gotta go to a poke stop and you can get some. I was like, oh, I don't know if I can go to the pokey stop, like, can i have them delivered Fuck you, like your PokeStops. <laughs> you know, can Amazon just send me some poke? Why balls? doesn't pokey
0: stop <laughs> by me? That's what I want to
1: know. Why does that pokey stop <laughs> here? That's right. Do they have a truck they can deliver i can just like wait. <laughs> god damn it man that walk somewhere that's bullshit <laughs> so um this website that i i look at frequently called lifehacker.com have you ever heard of that yeah it's a very cool site and i'm, I'm sure i'm not the only person in the world looking at it but um they publish a, a list every month of what's leaving netflix and what's coming and oh collider does
0: that too oh yeah a, a, a lot of to. sites
1: do that yeah um but um august 1st Netflix is adding Remember The that. Fast and the Furious. Is so, it a whole franchise? No, uh, just the first movie. So <laughs> I am actually I am actually going to watch this thing. Don't. Don't. don't do it. <laughs> don't. Do it. You know what you'd watch?
0: Stranger Things. That's what's on Netflix I'm going, right yeah, now. I'm going to watch and that. And it's really
1: goddamn good. You know what I started watching and thinking I was going to hate it, but I'm, I've, I've been sucked into this now, is um, Frankie and Grace. It's a watch, good show. I've I watched the first like three episodes. I can't believe how good it is. I heard the premise and I go, "That's an inter- That's a different premise. Very different premise. I'm um, very interesting." And I love Lily Tomlin. Um, oh, who I lo- doesn't? Yeah, and it's just like the, I, there's no reason I shouldn't watch this. And I sat down. Deanne talked me into it, and I just kept thinking,
0: "God, I'm just. I, I don't know why it's I think a good I'm good movie with great actors. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I keep thinking I'm going to hate this, and then I watch." First two episodes, I was like, "Holy crap, man!" I think like, I think uh, um,
0: um, Fonda and and Tomlin have just this great chemistry yeah, together, yeah, yeah, and they they play off each other so well, yeah, yeah.
1: The whole uh, hippie and uptight, yeah, the, the it's like the, and the odd hippie, yeah. the odd couple sort of thing, but it's it's been exaggerated way more than the odd couple ever did it. You know, it's it's like I don't know. The odd couple was pretty, yeah.
0: big, yeah.
1: Well huge
0: in fact go back and watch some odd couple episodes or actually just go back and watch the play yeah. the play really hits home
1: yeah uh, uh, but but i I'll, the reason i bring the brought bring up the odd couple though is because i occasionally like will think about that show while i'm watching it and i'm like that's it's it's kind of funny
3: that...
1: yeah. <laughs> it's funny to have that premise in a way kind of taken and and put into this and mm. well, you know what i love about the show too is that um it's very um a lot of uh, entertainment, Hollywood and stuff is very politically correct when it comes to this kind of thing. And and I love the show because they're not particularly sympathetic to the husbands. And it's like you would think no, they're kind of dicks. I know they've been having an affair assholes. for like decades. <laughs> Which is great because I love that they're treat it's like that's awesome. There's been so many gay characters and it everybody always treats the gay like oh, they're very special. They're very special characters, and it's well, like this. Shows... I, think
0: there, I think there's a reason for that. Uh, yeah. you know, Hollywood tends to be very leftist and yeah. very, yeah. you know, sympathetic towards the plight of, and I, of certain peoples, yeah. And that is somebody who deserves that plight, to be right. honest with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, um, and, and I'm not, but no, I do love the fact that those characters yeah. are kind of dick, and but they and,
1: know they're dicks, yeah, and yeah. That's yeah. what I love. One
0: of them is always like, oh my god, I feel so, I literally, the other like, ah, well. I
1: think that these are <laughs> quite possibly the best gay characters in anything I've ever seen because literally they're not being Well, aside from Buddy Cole. Oh, that's a whole other level. Have you but, listened uh, to
0: that podcast?
1: Uh Scott has number pop-
0: 1 Scott Thompson has his own podcast. The last oh, one was I just 3 weeks no ago. I have
1: no idea about that.
0: And um Catherine McGee, yeah. our friend up in uh, uh, Canada here in Ventura, yeah. uh, Vancouver, yeah. was just at his apartment and did a podcast with him. Oh
1: no, kidding! Oh yes. my god, I love that guy, man, and I, that character is listen to kills it. me wonderful. every time. I had no idea he had a podcast. That's yeah, awesome. Frank and Gracie's is a great show. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, but I that's to me, there's a lot of things to love about that show. But I, I really like, I said, I love the fact that those that they're not they're not treating the characters with kid gloves. It's like you're assholes. And it's and and they're not doing it constantly. It's like they they have sympathetic moments yeah. too. But it's like it's so it feels really realistic. And it's it's a great show for that reason. It's um, absolutely. It's
0: oh, constantly this is the, surprising. Uh, the the Pikachu.
1: Uh, VW. Oh, there In are Mexico cars. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the wheels are Pokeballs. The balls. wheels
0: are Pokeballs. <laughs> that's, like uh, like that's the that's Bo- the Bo- schnazzy <laughs> one. I like the <laughs> Bochito, the little VW. It has a Mexican flag. It has the yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: little uh, tail on it. And yeah, that's great. Awesome. That's that is that's Brilliant. Cool. So uh, what would you give the, the North Fork this that is we're drinking? Probably, I would say, three and a half or four. Somewhere in there. I'd go with the three again, although if I did the half things I'd probably give it three. I'd give it slightly better than the than the wingman. But I mean um, I'm sorry, but the the wingman was not nearly as good as this. Yeah.
0: This, this has a lot more flavor to it.
1: It does. I I would if like? if I had the two sitting in front of me, I would I would go with the North Fork uh way before I would go with the Wingman, but um Yeah. It's not so much better that I would jump up to the four and give it a four. Um it's good, though. I mean, I, you know, I'm not yeah, i not complaining. Yeah, I don't know if I would go four. I mean, I think I gave their
0: Devil is six. Yeah. Again, named after a pixie song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, um, I gave the Devil of six, I think, a four, four and a half. Yeah. This is not quite as good. It's like a three and a half or a four, somewhere yeah. in there. yeah but it it is delicious, it's very good, yeah, mm-hmm. very good. North we'll, Fork we'll is save uh, the rest for my wife, it's
1: funny. we don't talk enough, out. I mean, we do talk a lot about North Fork on the podcast, but I don't think we ever <sighs> quite point out the fact that they really they do seem to never really I don't think we've ever had one by them that we disliked or that was a disappointment um no, I not can't really i mean but I, I don't know
0: if we've had all their beers on the podcast, uh-huh.
1: Either so speaking a little, we should also mention that the pre podcast the beer was the Sunnyland from Colchon. Or thirty minute
0: pre podcast was Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sunnyland uh, from Coltion. <laughs> and it's a great IPA if you get a great. chance. Yep. It it is very crisp, it's very clean, and it's it's not as citrusy or as flowery as a lot of IPAs, but it, it, it does lean towards the flowery side. So. Yeah.
1: But. it's good stuff. And um I you know, that's and the reason in i it's cans, wa- which I didn't know until yeah. today. I met up with an old friend of mine this week at, uh, and I took him to Coulson. Yeah, because he, uh he messaged me and said, "Hey, are there any uh, good breweries yeah, in understand. in Bellingham?" I was like, "Are there any good breweries in Bellingham?" I wanted to take him to Wander, but they don't open until three. I didn't know that about Wander. Yeah, Wander doesn't open until three <laughs> or four. In the he afternoon. wanted to meet for lunch, and I was like, "Damn." I still- so I actually, I went out and bought him a bottle of Wander, and I said, there's no way you can leave Bellingham without having some of this in your
0: <laughs> There's so many great places in Bellingham. And there is, actually. Unfortunately, a lot of brew, brew pubs, especially during the week, won't open until th- 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I didn't know that about, the about the them, afternoon. though. That's That's what's um, so great about Colson. Colson opens at, like, 11. Mm-hmm. You can go there for freaking breakfast, practically. I mean, well, you're going to drink your breakfast, but it's okay. (laughs) I've done
1: done that. There's nothing wrong with drinking your breakfast. Speaking of breweries, Hot Hot Valley Brewing Company is the latest one to fall. But Hopworks, read, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's messed no, up because uh, they make really good beer. Not Hopworks, Hop Valley. Hop, no, Hop Valley. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Hop but, Valley um, does make really good beer. We've had their beer before. They're the one that has the Alpha Centauri Yeah, we've had uh the we've had the Citrus Mistress, the Alpha Centauri mm-hmm. the Festeru, all the of them Neon solid Prince. beers. I mean, yeah, we, we rated all those really high,
0: somewhere in the three range, but yeah, still solid, wonderful beers.
3: That sucks, man.
2: It yeah.
0: sucks that Boulder, Colorado. Oh, yes, where Mork and Mindy lived. You're
1: right. (laughs) Why didn't you just say Mork and Mindy lived there?
2: I have no idea.
1: Mork and Mindy. You know what I did one night? uh, I was bored, and I looked up... The actual address of the house that they used in the opening of the show, like, yeah, like when you know when you see the external shots and you see the house, is the house still there? The house is still there, and not only did I, they have the Google Street View, and I was able to go there and look at the house from the street. <laughs> I was like,
0: "Wow, this is fucking awesome!" You totally
1: stalked a <laughs> residence.
3: What's
0: you cyberstalk the residents. You can
1: tell awesome. that they are probably a little tired of it because there are trees in the front yard now, and it's kind of hard to see it. But you can see just enough of it to go, "Oh God, yeah." Remember, they the had house. the sunken living room.
3: Yeah.
0: It was like in a circle. <laughs> it was a great, great show. I love that show, yeah. well, and it it skyrocketed the the great and powerful uh, and Would wonderful. Isn't Boulder is it yeah.
2: like a famous place in
1: Colorado. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: Robin Williams to stardom. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. there is a lot of breweries in, in Boulder. There's more in Denver.
3: There's of a lot course, in Denver is it?
0: Denver's yeah. a larger town, yeah, absolutely. Mm.
1: I overheard something today. You know, speaking of the, the big companies, um, you know, with the Hop Hop Valley thing. Um, and I don't know if this is – this is just what I overheard a couple of people. I was looking for beer. Uh, I was looking at the beer a couple of days ago at the grocery store. And there were two distributors there, and they were talking about – the the merger of Miller and InBev. Yes. And they were talking to each other as if they worked for those companies in some way. I don't know what – I didn't ask them. I didn't want to get involved. But I was standing there and they were talking about – and the only reason I mention this is because I know that sometimes even people, the lower people in a company can be privy to things that don't aren't making it out to the public quite yet. Oh, absolutely, but uh, you know uh, half that's and, probably speculation, right? And, rumor. and so I, I'll preface this by saying it's probably BS. But both of them were saying he was saying what? How do you how do you feel about the whole merger thing? And the other guy says, yeah, I'm I'm hearing that it's complete chaos and that it's not going very well at all. And I I'm just kind of standing there going, this is really interesting wow. to hear these guys talk like that because they're sitting there unloading pallets of stuff that. You, know, it's well, you like have to remember
0: main... each each of those corporations
1: owns distributors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that they, so they were you could probably... have
0: multiple distributors from multiple corporations, right. in one area. Well,
1: I was wondering if maybe one of them was from from like a, a distributor from Miller, and mm-hmm. the other one was most for... likely yeah. yeah, because that's how they were talking. They were talking almost like they. They acknowledge that they work for the same company, but they, it was almost like they were talking from different perspectives. it you know, because at one point he asked me, he goes, "Well, how are things over over where you are?" And I was like, That's that's weird. That's interesting." But they both were talking very openly about it's. I've heard it's a complete disaster. I've heard it's a complete screw up, and there's panic and people are freaking out. And and out of curiosity, I went to look at the stock price for uh, Inbev and Miller. Yeah, and Inbev like took a plunge a couple days ago. It's like they. They dipped, and then uh, Miller has been on a decline for a month. Any merger is going to do that. Though. I, yeah, Any I don't merger, know.
0: I I've don't been know. in a couple of companies now that were taken over by "quote unquote" other persons, right? Uh, whether it be like I think at the time it was uh, Comcast to AT and T, or oh uh, you yeah, know, there was uh, a lot Harris of Harris to something else, or something else to something else. Right, and right. Every time uh, there is kind of chaos in the company because. All the employees are freaking out. Yeah. And the employees are, of course, telling their family. Their family's telling other people. And by the time you get out there, people are pulling their stock, thinking all this shit's going to drop, which right. is oh, a self-fulfilling so self-fulfilling prophecy. Be, yeah, okay, right. right. So, you know. That could be it, too. A but, lot um, of that
1: may be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Maybe it's yeah. not.
0: I don't know. But
1: yeah. I know that has happened before. Yeah. Well, I know even in my position in the company that I work for, mm-hmm. um, I hear stuff that does not make it out into the press all the time. Yeah. So for me, it was just it was just kind of interesting to hear these two guys talking about these companies that we uh, frequently express our loathing for on this podcast, <laughs> talking about it as if it were in a complete disarray, and it was a terrible, terrible probably mistake. Probably it, it is a terrible mistake, because yeah. now they've
0: probably got the attention of the federal government, who's now saying look at InBev, now it's a monopoly. Yeah, They're going to have to go through the same thing that Microsoft went through with right. their uh, uh, Internet Can Explorer. You- and all of a sudden, now, instead of Internet Explorer, they have tons
1: of product. Right, right. Yeah. Why, why? What is it that drives companies to want to merge like that? I can't think of any really big... Corporate mergers that I, worked out well. And I didn't read the article.
0: I'll, I'll specify that right now. I didn't read the article, but yeah. I did see an article that said basically there's only ten corporations in the world that own <laughs> everything. Ah, uh,
1: yes, I saw that would Gamble? not surprise me.
0: Procter and Gamble is probably one of those. Monsanto was probably one of those. One. I think Coca Cola was one of those. I saw several. Yeah.
1: Well, um, yeah. Um, Pepsi, you know, PepsiCo owns like half the fast food places out there. Yeah,
0: Pepsi or, owns um, uh, Taco actually, Bell. They own KFC. Ken, Kentucky, yeah, um, they own A and W. They own they own some foreign stuff like Quick and stuff like in it's Europe. like
2: Coke and, owns Hayes. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Coke
0: owns a huge amount yeah. of stuff. <laughs>
1: That's Yeah, it's weird. It is strange. Strangely I,
0: enough, the the three beetles own all that, so it's fine. <laughs> Ringo, <laughs> I own everything. The three beetles? <laughs> there's only three left, isn't there? No, there's two. There's only two left? Only yeah. no, it's, uh, John You're forgetting <laughs> about the fifth beetle. <laughs> is John? Nice to- no, oh. there is a fifth beetle. He tours around. Calling himself the Fifth Beatle because he was with them when they were in their garage days. Oh, he was like with them but, in
1: Liverpool, but
0: and then he dropped out before they left Liverpool and became gargantuan.
1: Yeah, but that the real the real Fifth Beatle was Billy Preston, who does not yes. often get credited as the Fifth Beatle. And he is was... didn't he just die? Did he?
0: I think he just died because isn't he oh. isn't he the
1: one that also helped? Uh, uh, he he was a session player for a lot of big musicians. Yeah, I'm like, saying he was with Elvis
0: names. when he first started. He was in Elvis's band when he first started. Possibly, huh? I, I believe know. he was. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I believe he just recently died.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I found a um um he he kind of got onto my radar. He kind of got onto my radar because I found a cover of Blackbird that he did. Died uh, in 2006. Okay, maybe he's a different guy. Yeah,
2: that's a different guy.
1: Yeah, this is a different guy. He's younger. I found a, a cover. Oh no! This is
0: oh. this is somebody else completely.
1: Yeah, but I found a cover of Blackbird that he did by the Beatles. that was I I was I was shocked. Oh, I, love that I mean, song. I, I love that song too, and I'm not a huge Beatles fan, but I love that song. I'm a huge. Beatles and he did a, a a cover of that, but he's the only guy who has had writing credits with the Beatles and has played with them live. He played on mm-hmm. that roof, that famous rooftop concert that they gave. Mm-hmm. He did the keyboards and um and um. So when people talk about the fifth Beatle. It's he like, truly he really was. And there was actually um And I'm because sure he the Beatles, made plenty of money. Oh yeah. The Beatles were coming, you know, to the end of the road with each other, but I think it was George Harrison was actually trying to talk the other guys into letting him join the band. Because, you know, he said, we need someone new to come in and kind of do, you know, It'd help us, us keep going. Yeah, yeah, because we're all sort of like Wasn't he fighting. also a
0: pro- kind of a quasi-producer as well? Yeah, yeah, he did yeah, a lot of different stuff. He, he, yeah. Yes, he is the one, because he's the one that does, he helped produce.
2: He's the one, baby, the one.
0: Yeah. What, the, no, that guy?
2: Yeah, Luke.
0: Well, um, he also, I think, helped produce. That's the one of the covers of his albums right there. Okay, then she's right, but yeah. he, I thought he just recently died. Maybe he didn't. I guess he died in 2006, and I'm just tripping. I'm oh. straight
1: tripping, boo. He's, he died in 2006. I well, had that's no what, idea. What I figured he was still alive. Said, but
0: I, I just saw that guy and went, oh. wait, I don't think that's who we're talking about. And I know that nah. we're talking about two different persons. Yeah. The per- Billy I'm talking about um, uh, was with Elvis, and he just died. Hmm. He was like Basically, he helped Elvis become Elvis. Oh, this okay. Guy did, okay. So.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah. So anyway, whenever I, I hear that that phrase, the Fifth Beatle, yeah, I always the, think I was like, "There's Beagle? one guy who actually earned it, but fifth he's Beagle, never." Oh.
2: Fifth Be- Beatle, Billy Preston. Preston dies today, and that is 2006. Somebody okay. identified
1: yeah. him that way as the Fifth Beatle. Oh, that's, that's funny because I, I never. Yeah, I always hear the other. You know, the other guys, like the guy. No, who see, was I've heard,
0: I've heard in that the band. before. Yeah, that Billy Preston was oh, the Fifth okay. Beatle. Oh, I just yeah. I'm confusing him with the guy that just died. Yeah. Okay. okay. But that was an Elvis guy, not a Beatle guy. <laughs>
1: So that's, a that's a different kind of guy.
2: Today,
0: <laughs> not necessarily. Their producers were uh, sometimes in the same room. Hey, speaking
1: so. of great musicians, uh, we recently went to uh, Eugene, Oregon. Yes, and saw that was in Eugene, Oregon. That was in Oregon. Eugene, fucking Oregon. I'm getting and sick of. Pokemon I had video. no idea how long of a drive that was. I don't know why uh, Google Maps convinced me that that was a short drive. I thought it was basically the same drive as to uh, to uh, Seaside, Oregon no is it, it no, is not. it's it's a it's, it's a ways man much longer drive man that was uh it took us it was a uh, it was grueling it was just a lot of time on the road but um it was worth it we i mean it was a fantastic show and i was uh i had found out that the show was an acoustic only show it was mainly just him on stage with an acoustic guitar and i was taking mason my son to this because he's just recently really gotten into music he's had mm-hmm. a real awakening with music and it, you know and i told him that i thought man that's kind of a disappointment because i know he wants to see a full band on stage yeah. playing yeah. and so i told him i go i go it's just going to be him with an acoustic guitar doing acoustic versions of a lot of the songs that he's played. But that would be awesome it was awesome and and mason talk about he, even, voice. he even asked Christ. me he even asked me he goes he goes is this going to be lame I was like, oh, damn, man. So I was scared, and we, we got don't. there. No, I didn't. I told him. I said, no. I said, this guy, if, the, if, he's, if he's doing a tour of acoustic, sh- of acoustic songs, it's going to be great. Wait, was this
0: in an arena? Was this it was in, in a, a
1: theater. It was in a beautiful theater. It was yeah. the Holt um, uh, Center for Performing Arts in Eugene. Did you make it to Ninkasi? Did you no, a picture, that's Asshole. the the drive there and back took up so much of our time that we literally couldn't do much of anything else but we did go to a place in Eugene called the beerstein which yeah. is I'm going there again next time it oh, is yeah. basically um Elizabeth station and for people not in Bellingham Elizabeth station is a, a little place here that's almost like a mini mart that only sells beer and, and wine and yeah and, and, and wine. cider and a few other little basically things here and anything there. that's as it were yeah but uh, so you walk into this place and they've got every bit as much that elizabeth station has and maybe more along one wall very long wall of coolers and you can just walk all the way down there's just nothing but beer for like forever (laughs) and it goes and but here's the cool part um it's also got a full food like a restaurant sort of a order at the counter, go sit down, and they bring it to you type of thing. But it's like you can look into the kitchen and there's like actual chefs in there and they're making damn good food. Oh, wow. It is killer. I mean, it was fantastic. Nice. And uh, they they brought, it was very casual atmosphere, very laid back, kind of your typical brew pub sort of environment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, oh God, it was so good. It was <laughs> such a good, uh, such a great <laughs> stop. Such a, um, what's that? <laughs> cacti. <laughs> I've just been flipped off by a <laughs> cacti <laughs> Or cactus. Isn't it know. Know. Cactus, <laughs> yeah. <Isn't it> awesome? <laughs> but, so what was it but called the, again? Uh the the Beerstein. The Beerstein downtown Eugene. Huh, totally worth it. Totally But worth that it. sounds pretty
0: awesome going to uh, see you, Chris, Chris Cornell. Cornell. Right? Yeah, Chris yeah. Cornell. And, and I've loved his
1: voice since uh, yeah. Soundgarden was And he, that show he He just knocked it out of the park. I mean, Mason, I know that my son was a little concerned about whether this was gonna be lame or not. And he was he was like freaked out. He was like, Sorry, Mario, what's lame to you? (laughs) I have very little patience and I know when my kid's older, I'm gonna have very little patience with that. Yeah, I know he's a kid. He doesn't know what to expect. And so and I know he really had his heart set on seeing a full band. That's what he really wanted to see because he's never actually seen that. But this blew him away. I mean he was like stunned. At how cool it was. And the guy, he played all of the songs that, that he wanted to hear. Yep. And yeah. he also played in a, he did two things. That As- asshole, me- son, yeah. mow the lawn. <laughs> For that, he actually had a second musician come out who occasionally would play keyboards like the, um, the kind of um, the,
3: mm, piano, yeah. the
1: funky piano type thing. And then also uh, uh, cello. He'd throw a cello Ooh. in a it. It so was like a such a cool a show. It, I was Trio, amazed yeah. at, at how good it was. But the two things for me that absolutely blew me away is he played a song by Mad Season called River of Deceit. Ooh, that's a good song. Yeah. And I, I have always loved Mad Season. And I always loved considering... Mad Season, but I never bought any of their albums. <laughs> <laughs> well, they one just have bands. Are like, they just I have love the, that song. I well, love it was just. Yeah, they just had the one. It was just the one album. And so oh. it was like, and for me, and because you know, I thought they
0: had multiple albums because I never heard the whole album. I heard like they one song, then another, another song,
1: another band. I can't remember who put out an album called Mad Season. Oh, maybe so that's, that's what probably, I'm thinking. yeah, it caused, some sort it of causes some confusion. Sound blue dee de do. I want to say Nickelback, but I don't think that's who oh, fuck it was. You. I know, I know. Um, I was but... <laughs> trying to think of uh, the. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember who it was that put out the album with that name. But the band itself, Mad Season, was um. I've always loved them and because two of the members are now dead i thought no way i'm ever going to hear anything like that played live and i w- i hear him play the opening of that song i was like no nice no way you're actually going to play that something i've always wanted to hear played live he had nothing to do with the band so this was like kind of out of the blue that's awesome and i just and he starts into it, and i was like holy shit he's going to play a song i've always wanted to hear played live and he and he knocked it out of the park did a of fantastic he did. job And then the other thing that he did—I swear—he's
0: been classically trained because the the control he
1: has over his voice, yeah, it's not a rock and roll voice. Yeah, it is, but he's also got more to it than than most of your rock. But he has
0: control over it, unlike I mean, we have Vince Neil coming to the casino, so uh, uh, that should tell you something right there—the
1: fifth (laughs) Beatle. He wished
0: he was the fucking afterbirth of the Beatles. He wishes he was the
1: foreskin that was removed from the Beatles. Yeah. had it ever been removed. But I got to tell you about one other thing that Chris Cornell did, which was uh, I, I was because I thought this was a joke he, he he starts talking about how he wanted to learn how he starts playing the the, the chords for the u U2, U2 song one. And everybody recognizes, oh, they're all freaking out. And then he then he starts. he stops and he tells a about- story. <laughs> oh wait, that was a completely different song. <laughs> yeah. But he starts talking about how he uh he wanted to learn how to play that song because he loves it. But the lyrics are, are you know, he said it, it's kind of uplifting and he wanted to do something uplifting. And um so he did a search for the lyrics for one and he starts you know, he says he starts reading and he's going, Man, they're actually really depressing lyrics about a guy who goes to war and and gets his arms and legs blown off, and he's in a coma. And he <laughs> can't. Too? I know. And then he goes, he goes, until I realized that it was the lyrics for Metallica's one. <laughs> and then he said, so he goes, he goes, you know, I decided to go ahead and try to sing the lyrics of Metallica's one to u two's. Oh my one. God, that's so awesome. And I'm laughing. I'm like going, oh, this is hilarious. You know, he's going oh, to do, do something. He did it, and it was not funny. It was incredibly fucking moving. The Metallica lyrics when put to U2's music was I was like I was like oh my god this is Which making proves both those bands aren't very good but together they could be <laughs> awesome Get James Hetfield and U2 Fucking I hate
0: Hetfield and I do not I'm, like them I don't mind U2 but yeah. it's like there's two albums and that's it out of the 15 or 30 albums they you, have you know Yeah I mean? but uh, U2 they're, is they're- God, they're, they're, every album is the same. I've heard like five of their albums, yeah. Yeah. but I'm only like Joshua Tree and Octung Baby are actually yeah. at all good. Yeah, and then yeah. they both have they, songs here and there. They
2: have songs here and there, but as a whole, it's very repetitive.
0: Yeah. It you have and
1: yeah. yeah, you
0: have bands. Ones
2: are really
3: good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that, that the thing. Yes, S-
1: Sunday yes. Bloody Sunday is like yeah. one of my. I yeah. love that mm-hmm. song. That's, that's from that's Joshua like Tree. Is it? yeah, I don't I know so. I don't know which album it's from, but that's yeah, that a great I think song. So. I they don't I don't have, I don't know when when their one albums of the very songs
2: well. is good. Yeah. It is extremely good. And the rest are like mm, Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: That's the thing. You have well, bands where they come out with an album and they have one or two fantastic fucking songs on it. Mm-hmm. Or they come out with an album where there's one or two shitty songs on it, and the rest are fucking
3: fantastic. <laughs>
0: yeah. For me, that's how uh, REM was. Like every time, yeah. they had maybe one or two yeah. kind of like okay, shitty songs, but with the, the rest? rest were just fucking
3: fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah. U2 yep.
0: was the exact opposite of that, where you had one or two good songs, and the rest were. Yeah. I'm watching a while,
3: well. you get a
1: brilliant one. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing about you two and Metallica that, you know, I will say is similar to both bands and I hate to say this cuz I do like I do like a lot of songs by either band. I'm not huge fans of either one of them, but they're both bands that over the course of their of their careers have kind of disappeared up their own asses, both of them. Oh, absolutely. And and it's just like they've it's like come on, you both are so fucking pretentious, you know, it's just like stop it. Go do what you did in your early days because that's. See, that's I didn't even great. Metallica to me. I, mm-hmm. I just
2: Metallica was my first concert that I ever went. Oh, into.
1: really? Oh, that's and cool. That's awesome, awesome so, though. I, was I super mean, super
2: young. Yeah. Uh, and a guy invited me to dinner
0: at Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think okay. I liked two of their albums, and that was about I, I don't know yeah. how old
2: I was. Maybe 18, 19 years old. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. By the time I got in high school, that's when about, uh, I think it was late high school when one came out, or that Mm -hmm. album, whatever that album was, Metallica Black album, or Mm -hmm. fuck, they were trying to copy the Beatles. And Justice for All. (laughs) Uh, Whatever. Oh, my God. It was just pathetic. And then watching them on stage, James Hatfield, first of all, singing I would never really liked all that much. Yeah. Just his fucking attitude. He was such a douche canoe. Yeah. A lot like Bono. <laughs> so that, that I'm hailing back to what you said. Remember that? Bono's old, old the urban legend, legend of Bono. Like every time I call, oh, a child clapping. dies.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's oh, stop great. fucking clapping, you get. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is probably not true, but it should be true. No, it's not true. It's 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 been proven it's not true, but it's fucking brilliant. I, I'm just yeah, it is true in a house. Yeah, and I'm like somebody was
2: watching it. Yeah, you know, and somebody in the house just.
1: Oh yeah. It, yeah, yeah there, he's probably at a party. He's one of those guys at a party
0: to be like, "I'm going to bring everyone back to reality, man." <laughs> <laughs> Shh, put your fucking sunglasses on and walk the fuck out the building, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Bono yeah. and Hatfield have always reminded me of that guy. Yeah. Yep. and It's just like, yeah.
1: okay, you're not that awesome. Yeah.
0: You've never been that awesome. You never will be that awesome. It's
1: sad when that happens to bands because there's so many good bands that that happens. So, like, I mean, they they're, they're, you two and Metallica are yeah. certainly not the only bands. Oh, like, ever. yeah. Oasis.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah.
1: There's, what is yeah. It there? Gallagher. Noel Gallagher and whoever, whatever Noel Part Two Gallagher. Yeah, the Gallagher, the lesser.
0: <laughs> Neither one of them had hammers or watermelons, <laughs> so fuck them.
1: Slightly different, but yeah, <laughs> only slightly. Yeah, so what do you think of the, uh, what are we drinking right now? We are drinking We're the... drinking the
0: Snoqualmie Falls Brewing Company. Yes. Their Wildcat India Pale Ale. And this is good. I like it it's a lot. A good, it's a good, solid pale ale. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would... It's It's not as flowery as I usually like. It's more of the citrus. Yeah. But good. Yeah. And I've had a few of the beers. I think one, I'm, at least one we've had on the podcast The Sno- from Snoqualmie. Yeah. And they brew some pretty good beer. Yeah. So, yeah. Um,
1: where are they at? Yeah, this was a uh, my it's effort. No, me Washington. No, what? what? <laughs> Does that mean Wing Wingman Brewery is from Wingman, Washington? No, it's from <laughs> is is Tacoma. Wing- <laughs> <laughs> the Tacoma
0: mm. aroma made it into a beer. Mm, yummy. But no, this is good beer. This yeah. is good beer. I had this before the Imperial IPAs that we're about to open. Yeah, which are both like eight or nine percent alcohol. This Ooh. one's nine point five. That one's eight point seven. Yeah.
1: So, so uh, I, I don't know if you guys saw the articles about the uh, this is this just killed me as the the Republican National Convention was held in uh, Cleveland Ohio yeah, yeah. and um, the somebody noticed that the gay sex ads on the Craigslist personals went like through the roof. Yeah, they skyrocketed. As, skyrocket. soon, as, that, as basically, soon as that started, the
0: the the homosexual prostitutes, male homosexual prostitutes, made more money during <laughs> those that one week of the Republicans being there, yeah, yeah. than any other week. <laughs>
1: well, it's funny as you look at the listings. I've I saw a couple of the articles. I saw the listings were blatantly just saying in town for the RNC, mm-hmm. looking for you know whatever. A lot well, look, of ads said that I would like, like some
0: cock. But
2: even if you said the <laughs>
1: No, I don't think that. But the
0: Democratic—you have to remember that um, the the entirety of the Republican Party, especially right now, and it's it's current iteration, is very like super Christian. It's it's anti-gay. It's anti-women. It's anti. It's anti a lot of things like brown people and a lot of things. It just doesn't like anybody. And for them to come to town and then every
1: cock gets sucked by another man (laughs) at the convention (laughs) is fucking brilliant. Yeah, and it's. I was going to say I. I, I don't give a rat's ass about this one but way no, or the other. But yeah, except yeah, people who are going to actually come and, and discuss a platform where they would alienate people like this. It's, but while they're doing this in the back... It, exactly, exactly. It's basically like the Catholic priests all
0: coming to one town, <laughs> secretly marrying a bunch of gay people, <laughs> and then having a convention. It, that's exactly what it's like.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's just like giving crazy. out condoms at, uh, at the back door. I know, you know, I, I mean, know, that's, that's exactly horrible. what it
3: is. No, <laughs> knows, it's that's, fucking that's brilliant. That's horrible. Every time that I see a black person voting
2: for, for Trump or isn't that Hispanic weird? one,
3: I
1: just don't get it. Yeah, um, there's there's, not- there's like four. It's okay. Well, yeah, actually, Vox on on uh, ran an article showing the breakdown, the racial break- breakdown of each of the conventions and. Yeah, I mean, they showed like a little box for every hundred people or so, and and the the black area was like this tiny little, barely even there. Hispanic. It looked like a flat line. But that was the weird part. The Hispanic one was pretty big. It's That's like, what what? I mean. well, there's there is states yeah. in the union right now yeah. that where they did polls
0: mm-hmm. and women and black folks, yeah. zero <laughs> right. for Trump, right. zero. That is never. Happened in the history of <laughs> either of those parties voting. Yeah. That has never happened. He's like, I know
1: it's not in Noah, s- entire say He
2: should not even be a contestant. He,
1: Duncan Trussell. He should
2: not even yeah. be an option. Who I vote for?
1: Yeah. I, it, to me, it's bizarre. It's as bizarre as, and the reason I brought that, mention this is because of the, you know, the, it's, it's as strange for me particularly Hispanics right now, with the stuff that Trump has said, I mean he's specifically targeted hispanics several times more than with the, the thing yeah with the with the judge, you know the thing about the judge he can't be impartial because he's hispanic, and the, and the uh wall. you know that they're all rapists and killers and the wall, yeah I mean it's just the idea that he's actually got supporters for i don't get that's that is like I can't even fathom how that happens. You have to
2: understand that a lot of these Hispanics have been living for so many generations yeah. in 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 the states.
1: Yeah,
2: that the only thing it is like I, I'm going to say this like Jeff,
3: right?
2: You know, or you, I don't know where your roots are from, right. But they don't see themselves as Hispanics anymore. It's just the last names?
1: Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, you, you maybe think that's
2: about it. I'm so sorry, my daughter. I am from Mexico. Yeah, but my daughter really has so, a little thing. Her kids are gonna be completely okay, right? Mex- no, not Mexican. Right, no, okay. She still has a little bit, but it's very little. So I think all these Hispanics do not see themselves as Hispanic anymore.
0: But you have to remember also that a uh-huh. lot of those people aren't his- Hispanic in general, and also because some of them are going to be from Spain we have a lot of people that came from spain especially in the 20th century with the spanish civil war and things like that yeah. but also a lot of those quote unquote hispanics that you're speaking of have their family has been here
2: Exactly For the last
0: I, 200 years. Yeah, right.
2: They don't see themselves like Hispanics Right,
0: exactly. right. It's yeah.
2: like you, you know, like you, you or your roots are from Ireland or whatever. You you know, I, I am, yeah, my my roots <laughs> are all white folks. Yeah, my grandfather was from Palestine. Yeah, yeah, well, I respect Palestine and I want them to be free, yeah. you know. I don't see myself as like Palestine, Right. you know. But you would think that at least, yeah, uh, no, on right, some I'm level, you would Palestine. be. I am with Yeah, Palestine
1: you would think you that. would at least, on some level, be a little more, just even slightly more sensitive to to that kind of stuff. No, and, no.
0: I mean, when you uh, grow up uh, in a culture, that's what you grow up in. You you grow up in a situation yeah. that is, is is encapsulated, and that's why I'm I'm a firm but, believer of people getting out of the country and getting right. out of their comfort zone the and, and getting out of their.
2: Boating, yeah. It is, I don't think it has to do with race. Of course, a lot of people. It has to do with. I'm sorry,
1: ignorance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. and
2: ignorance come from the black, from the white, from the Latinos. So it comes everywhere. You know, so yeah. the ignorant that uh, it, I'm sorry, just ignorant people. This body.
1: Right. Point. But you know, and there's also the. I mean, I don't want to. I should. I, I probably something. shouldn't use Mike as an example since he's not here. But just to he. I, I know Mike has several times has expressed really strong emotions about his grandmother. Mm-hmm. And you would think that people, even you know, Mike is an example of somebody who who identifies at least as Hispanic or is has has that in his absolutely his background. It's certainly and he's in his and hair. he's yeah. you know also what you you know he's never lived in Mexico, but he's got people in his family that he has strong emotional ties to uh-huh. who who are closer to that or have lived you know and so I I don't know I just don't get how you can look at somebody bad mouthing. Yeah, you know, people roots. in your, you know, it's a direct yeah, insult agree. to, but yeah.
2: In, I, don't, I don't get it. My it's example weird. is why I hate the Israelis. I really hate them because they're doing horrible things to the Palestinians. Yeah, and I get it yeah. a little bit more close because my grandfather was Palestine. Yeah. You know, so of course it was going to be closer to me.
0: He didn't like the Jews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at all But there's a reason for that And there's a reason the Jews didn't like the Palestines But so, yeah. at some point that genocide has to stop On both sides Because mm-hmm. it is genocide regardless of what people want to view I, it. I've it's never really,
1: understood I mean, But Israel never... really is
2: the more powerful
0: one right. It is right now But then before yeah. that it was the Palestinians that were powerful That did the exact same thing But two wrongs don't make a right As my parents right. always said Even though everything yeah. they say is
1: wrong Yeah <laughs> But, so, um, and and you know and equally puzzling is. equally puzzling for me is the um, you know and there are people you, we we're talking about people who are secretly you know going off to have gay sex from, via Craigslist. Um, there are a, a <laughs> fair the safest number- way to have sex, by the way, <laughs> the most Christian way of having sex. right. It's right above hitchhiking, right above hitchhiking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't have money for gas, huh? <laughs> but uh, um, I don't I've never also understood like the I think they call them the log cabin Republicans which is the, the <laughs> gate no no I' that's a real term. I'm, I'm sorry, not making I that apologize. up I'm not making that up I'm not making that uh, up who are the log that's um cabins? those are openly gay Republicans and I've yeah. never understood uh, the cool Republicans. <laughs> you know, I'm being shut cool okay. yeah they're they're gay Republicans that aren't um, open about. I I would love to talk to somebody who's a member of that just so I can ask them explain to me. A friend of ours is what
0: a, um, basically a, a conservative that is gay.
1: Yeah. Who? Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm not going to um, mention names. On no. Here, but, of course uh, not. Uh, but. Um,
2: I have friends that are are gay and extremely Catholic. I mean, yeah. Me it is why. I don't, I don't you understand know that, it. The, the church hates you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not, and I'm not doing this to to like. To set up like mockery of anybody, I just I would love to understand the thinking behind it. Why, why are you supporting a political party that wants you not to exist? I don't get it. It's weird. I why would you
2: not have rights. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, I, I, to... I think about it. I mean, women in the Republican Party. That's... Republicans want to shut down women's right, right to their own body, literally to mm-hmm. the control of their own body, yeah. and yeah. yet there's yeah. women on that
2: side. Well, I, I what is the age?
0: Yeah. I it's it's that's almost good... all baby boomers. I remember watching uh, um yeah. we watched all the uh, um I can't remember the Trevor Noah that used to be um what's his name? Um John Stewart, yeah. Uh John Stewart. all John Stewart show. We watched we watched all of those during the Republican convention. And if you watched every single woman there was above the age of fifty.
1: Yeah. Every single one. That is that bothers me a little bit too because I I I recently read in an article that the uh, the bulk of Donald Trump supporters are people fifty five and older, and mm-hmm. I thought that's the baby boomers. Yep. Yes, yes, it is. What the fuck are you guys doing? It's like wh- how why These are you the doing people- that? That made
0: Woodstock. These are the people that, that that protested the Vietnam War, yeah. that went to that war and, and came I'm back not... and protested that war. And I'm not saying... These are the people that did all of these sexual revolution right. and all of that stuff. But apparently all those people are dead and all that's left is the rednecks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the other ones did all the drugs. They had all the sex. They're fucking dead because they had a great goddamn life. Now, all of a sudden, all you got is the repressed goddamn rednecks going,
2: We didn't get to do that, sour face.
1: I didn't even think it, that's actually funny, but it's it's probably it's the truth. Might be it's true, probably but I the don't truth. I, I've been kind of scratching my head about Complete that. Complete comedic while. speculation at this point. Well, I know, I know. It's too bad he died in the mud at Woodstock because he wouldn't have been voting for Trump right now all oh, there's damn hippies stomping themselves to death in protest and shit yeah and he got syphilis father. in the early 70s so he's basically or they're homeless <laughs> yeah or they're,
0: or they're homeless and insane
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean Eli's father's not homeless but he
0: you know it's like yeah or they're homeless and insane
1: do you guys know anybody who is like an older person who is like uh it was a hippie when Eli's they were father. younger? Who's that? Eli's father. Oh, I've never met him. Yeah. Eli's mom and dad. Yeah. yeah, and
0: they're they're super leftist. Yeah, they're, they're, I have.
1: a i have, I know a few people too. But it's always kind of cracks me up a little bit. You know, it's like I, I wonder what they think of the world. You know, right now, especially right now with the uh, crazy fucking. Well, crap I, I I I and well, I've, I've me known
2: what Mexicans think. Old Mexicans, like my dad, and my uncle—you know, yeah—about you, know, you know sixty, seventy years old. Yeah. Oh, women they are cannot property. Believe it. <laughs> they cannot believe it. They are like—I cannot believe I have somebody vote for Trump.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I'm not talking about—is—is is it that much hate that you have inside you? Yeah, you know? That's weird. Because it, you know, my, 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 they were telling you, you know, really, it's, your it's, life was that sad that you have to hate so much. Yeah. You were yeah. so, so empty. You had to fill with that much hate, and your life was perfect, asshole. <laughs> you know, compared to the world or the majority but they, they of the don't people, know that. Yeah. your life was perfect, and you're still criticizing because you you didn't like the color, of the skin of your neighbor. Yeah,
0: you and know, it's it's not it's not hate. It's it's fear turned hate. yes. Yeah, but yeah. it's not hate. It's yeah. fear mostly. Fear of change, fear of... Uh, fear of the these, these are the people that lived through the Cold War. And the Cold War w- was a lot scarier than I think even my generation realizes. And I did the mm-hmm. duck and cover.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. for
0: the nuclear weapons. Like, yeah. oh, get under your desk. You'll be fine. Make sure if you're under that uh, <laughs> yeah, three inches of nuclear. wood, it's going to protect <laughs> you from know, the nuclear that blast.
3: That was very
0: scary. Oh, yeah. That, but that, that yeah, was yeah. the antithesis. That was like the tip of that giant cock that was fucking the, the Cold War, and it was scary.
1: I've often said I think our generation is are the ones who really got, you know, people always talk about, oh, the 50s generation lived with, with that as well in the 60s, and... We were the first generation to really have it dramatized and spelled out for us in great detail what would happen if there was a nuclear war. None of the other generations prior to that had any like they didn't have the day after on TV being no, they, a huge exposure. Their event. their
0: biggest exposure yeah. to like nuclear war yeah. was monster movies. Basically yeah, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. from Godzilla to them to it was to the, the Night of the Lupus. Yeah. Get underneath the
1: stuff. desk, you'll be fine or if your family's got a bomb shelter and food, you'll be fine, it'll you be know how okay. Many people got fucking
0: rich selling people Oh, bomb I, know, I know. I know. I know.
1: But and bomb our shelters. we watch this movie. Yeah. 10 Cloverfield Lane Oh God, got to, it's I wanna so see good. That. I want to see that. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> but um yeah, I just we're our generation literally is the first one to grow up knowing that if there was a nuclear war, there's bomb shelters not gonna do you any fucking good. Being under your desk is like a fucking <laughs> joke because, because the entire fucking building's gonna mm-hmm. be flattened. You know, it's like we're the first ones knowing what the realistic outcome of something yeah. like that would be. And I've i you know just I've often
2: put you. Have anything to do.
1: Yeah. It's yeah.
2: nothing you
0: can do. Yeah, yeah. Just don't look it, right at it, because you'll be blind up five <laughs> seconds it's going to hit you in the face. <laughs> Always have your sunglasses in with you. In Mexico, we had the same so thing, that on. under the desk and the alarm,
1: you had the same thing, of course not. But it was for, like, uh, for earthquakes, earthquakes. Yeah. but that's Mexico City, which Easy. makes
0: sense. And even after, <laughs> uh, uh, there was a point, like is somewhere around like middle school, yeah. it changed from nuclear bombs to earthquakes, because we're on the... <laughs> fault line our fault line's like right out in the ocean right there yeah. so uh, you know and we got earthquakes when i was a kid but none of us ever fucking hid we didn't care <laughs> ran to the window and watched the earth always roll at us up.
1: always cracks me up how my uh you know every you get the like the slightest shaking here in washington and it's like 24 7 news and everybody's freaking out and oh my god the sidewalk's cracked and this little sign fell off the building downtown. And, did, you know, it's like all this stuff. People in California, you know, all the time. You know, like, I have friends in California. They have like... Mexico. Earthquakes yeah. that are twice the size of that, and they don't even. It's like they might post on Facebook, "Oh, there was just an earthquake." <laughs> I remember living in
0: Southern Oregon, and every once in a while, my my. Uh, at yeah. the time, the the, the the woman I was with was from San Francisco, and she had lived through the earthquake in mm-hmm. eighty four, eighty six, or whatever. Oh, the really big there. one, yeah. Um, the, no, it was like eighty nine. I think was the big one in San Francisco. Yeah, there was, was one, the in one in that. Mexico City. Okay, yeah. Um, but uh. uh <laughs> Every once in a while the place would shake and we'd hold up our stuff on the wall. Well, I didn't live with her, but in my our apartment, my apartment with my roommate Brian, we'd yeah. hope hold, uh, hold up our stuff on the wall. <laughs> or shit we would come home and shit <laughs> fell off the wall. Like, Fuck. And as soon as when I moved to San Francisco, we lived on the 8th floor of a building at one point. Yeah. We didn't know if it was an earthquake or the fucking Hi. bus driving by. Because uh, the muni buses would bruh, <laughs> trumble by, and our whole building would go, <laughs> and then an actual earthquake came, and we went, whoa. It was, you could feel yourself going from here yeah. to about a foot and a half over, and then back again. Wow. And then you would eventually do this. Yeah, like, like any kind of topper, like a weeble wobble. You yeah, just That's finally the, get I've, to the middle. I've only been, and in, that was that was fucking frightening.
1: I've only been in two earthquakes here in Washington that were big enough for me to feel. Oh, excuse us. Uh, <laughs> this break brought to you by Whiny Wine Openers. Excuse me, people. I, I just uh, <laughs> I had to turn on my marital aid device. <laughs> <laughs> my
3: marital aid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm better now. <laughs> um, I don't even remember what I was going to say at this point. You've Been
0: in two earthquakes Oh, here in Washington yeah. Your but whole I was life. just going to say that was
1: that were. I was going to say that was the. Um, for me, it was the weirdest thing about how you could. It was almost like um, there's two types of shaking going on. You have the one like the bigger kind of back and forth yeah. swaying and then the, the, the rumble r- the shaking. Yeah. Which the rumble, or I believe the rumble is generally the aftershocks. Yeah, the
0: aftershocks.
2: Hmm.
1: And the,
0: the initial earthquake is the back and forth. Yeah. The, the in,
2: earthquake in Mexico City of the 84, I was, I did, I was yeah. on the bus. You know my school bus? Yeah. So the school bus already goes like this. Yeah. And we arrived to school and it was a big deal. Go back to the bus and go back home. because. What? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, went get, get
2: back to the bus, and then my mom picked me. You know, we went home. And what happened? It was a big earthquake, and that's why yeah, We're not gonna go to school like we didn't yeah. go to school like for a week.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. A week. Well, a lot of people died in that earthquake. Mm. I mean, that was that was terrible. What happened there? Almost as bad as uh, the one that they're still recovering from from a few years ago in Tibet. Yeah, or N- Nepal. Sorry.
2: No, I'm mean, going oh. in Japan. They have lots.
0: Yeah, yes, okay. but they have the infrastructure to deal with it. It is this in big, places like this, this a anime
2: lot of... Yeah, that talks about. No, I'm sorry. In Japan, no, they, they have the infrastructure to, and but it's still it's extremely dangerous. This this anime that it is uh, eight point five or something like that. Yeah, and it's about one of the earthquakes that it was extremely big, and it is just two kids that they are just in the mall.
1: Yeah,
2: two a brother and a sister. Yeah, You're in the mall, the earthquake comes and. Even if it's one day, you are out of communication. is how they try to go home.
1: Yeah.
2: It's heartbreaking. It is yeah, beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. One day you have it. You know, it's 12 episode, something like that.
1: Yeah. What, it, what is it? The-
2: <sighs> Tokyo 8.5, something like that. Okay. It put nine. And you know, it is the the, right. the strength of the... Right. Okay. Of the, it's in Hulu.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or Crunchyroll. Yeah. Technical.
0: No, it's it is one that I want to watch, but my my point I think was that uh, unlike um, Japan or or even here places there's certain places in Mexico City and places like Nepal that don't have the infrastructure to deal with it, which is why the bodies were continually be found almost a year later. Mm. You know, it was much more devastating in places where they. Their buildings weren't already secured. Their their Uh, what happened in Mexico City. Your emergency services weren't there.
2: The buildings just just fall in downtown. Yeah, because it's the oldest part of the city. Yep. So the buildings are the oldest ones. It was just downtown. Yeah. yeah, nothing happened anywhere else. Yeah, and no. of course it is very sad because it was a lot of those beautiful, awesome the uh, ancient buildings. buildings yeah, you it's know? the
0: oldest city on in the Americas. So right now
2: to, you go to downtown, oh, have the old get that buildings, as uh, pair with the newest ones. You yeah, know, because very of good. of you know, of course, right now they are now you know, all downtown is already more. Right. Strength, uh, strength
0: strengthened. Strengthened against but, such
2: but it's happening of course they're old buildings. Right, right. Very old buildings.
0: Right.
2: Extremely old buildings. You know? Yeah, we're we're talking, talking about
0: 16th century buildings yeah. <laughs> in the Americas. Which I love the East Coast. They're so proud of their old buildings. Mm-hmm. This has been here since uh, 1784 or 1697. <laughs> and people in England are going. That's nice. Exactly. And then I go I go to England, and then I learned what old really is. Mm-hmm. I I went to Salisbury Cathedral, which took uh, I believe they said it took like over 200 years to build it. Yeah. We're talking multiple generations built this yeah, fucking yeah. cathedral. Yeah. And that was uh, <laughs> back in the 11th century when yeah. they started it. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, they're, they're, like,
1: Mecatur- they're like, this cathedral's been here since 18. Oh, since 1800. Yeah. Mecatur- no, the, 18. So 18, exactly. <laughs> the the Tower of London, where, where of course you go in the Tower of London, and that's yeah. where the,
0: it's a huge museum now and you get to tour it and everything. Yeah. But the beginnings of it were in the 11th century, literally in wow. 1000 that's, AD that's is crazy. when that that's structure was started. And, of course, it was just a wood kind of structure that overlooked the whole valley that was in that area at the time yeah, yeah. and over the river and everything. And, and, and <laughs> then it was built upon and built upon and built upon, and now it's the huge tower that it is today. It is
1: that's, the thing, that's the thing that always kind of um, – I was fascinated with when I w- – in college, I would take classes like uh, art history classes, and they would always have the section about, about architecture and, and design oh, of so buildings and stuff. Yeah. And it's amazing how frequently – Um, an entire generation would start building something knowing that they were never going to see it even close to completion. Another generation would would continue and they would go through like three or four generations before it was even finished. And so you've gone through...
2: And Mm. different styles.
1: Amazing number of people working on this thing, knowing that they're never going to actually see the final thing. It is
2: like the cathedral in Mexico has like four different styles: it has barroco, no barroco, romanticism. It has a lot of of different styles in the building. The outside is. One style, the inside is another, yeah. you know, and then even the inside has one, then the, the paintings are the last thing to, to do, you know, right, windows. Right. It is completely Absolutely. different. The, the, it was also 200 but, years. But if you think about it, how, how
0: long did the, the Catholic Church, of course, is the one that helped build all this stuff? Mm-hmm. They supported entire communities for generations. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, once that shit was done, everybody <laughs> fucking starves, but you still have to give it to the church.
1: Well, it's the way God wants it.
0: <laughs> it's the way God wants it. <laughs> Build my shit. Build my shit. Hey, go away. I, go argue work, with Jesus.
2: When I worked you know the, what?
0: Talk to JC. <laughs>
2: when I worked in, in the one of the museums, yeah, it was very interesting. of course, all of these wood sculptors that go to, to the church, yeah. you know, of all the saints and virgins and whatever, you know, they were built by the Indians, you know, yeah. That's because of they were paying them. They did exactly. it. And they were Jose just-
0: Schmo is the one yeah. building the shit. Yeah. He's supporting his <laughs> no, family. No, the,
2: the next half uh, cataclyle, you know, because it was It need. Whatever. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is that the church really, really, really didn't try to convert adults. Yeah. Just the children. So all the children, ah, we're going to give your children free free education and food every day. Right. So they come here and they have school and guess what? The adults, yeah, they try a little bit with the masses. and I pledge allegiance to
0: the flag. But no, (laughs) it was the children because
2: the adults, you cannot convince adults already. Right,
3: right.
2: And they knew that. Well, but they were, you know, and then they have to pray for these things that they didn't believe. So later in these statues, a lot of them, they were hollow. And when they break, they find inside yeah. their own gods.
0: The statue of the old gods. Oh, so within the statues playing, of the... really they were
2: crying, they actually, in their minds, as adults were playing to the old
0: gods. Oh, weird. They oh, find it wow. inside a lot. It's a and all those guys. That's really, that's interesting. Yeah, it's no, the human race is so pretty pretty was fucking awesome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Deep. hmm that's okay so that I I mean they did that on it was it was intentional oh, yeah, yeah was the so they,
2: for them they, 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 they you know
1: yeah they, no. the artisans
0: they were, were uh, people of the the
2: place yeah so yeah. they would
0: hire the cheap artisans these natives yeah which is why you get brown mexicans the brown mexicans are natives whether people want to admit that or not right. um, they they would hire these people to build statues of the Virgin or of Saint whoever or yeah. whatever but, they didn't but what it. they did was right. put their own idol inside <laughs> that idol. <laughs>
3: I and
2: pray that. to their own idols, you know. They were trying well, to were, cheat
1: the Catholic Church. And it, it it it's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. That reminds me of the uh, the Sistine Chapel. They they discovered, you know, this was something that was just in lots and dicks all over the fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knew. Just Raphael up there with the fucking dicks. Yeah. Well, no, he hid. Um, was Raphael right? Michelangelo. He hid Michel- the, Michelangelo. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, he hid. You know, and this was only a recent discovery too, because it was um he he had done a lot of the uh, he had attended a lot of the, uh, uh like medical. Uh, taking apart of of bodies, I don't know what the term is, but he you know because he, he wanted dissected to understand, human. Yeah, bodies he wanted to, to understand, figure out. Yeah, he was present to watch some of those because he wanted to understand yeah, how yeah, the, human the human body was put together. Yeah. Leonardo and did a lot of that too. So you know, and it was only recently discovered or noticed that the cloud that God is sitting on in the what's that? What is that called? The uh, uh, the, the Adam creation of Adam, or yeah, yeah. Um, the cloud that God is sitting on is the exact shape of a human brain and it even has, like, specific parts of the brain visible. Interesting. And a lot of people have sort of speculated that maybe he wasn't quite the believer that he thinks. If he's saying God comes out of the human brain, maybe he's not quite the uh, believer that people think he is.
2: I don't know. Didn't he spend,
1: like, 14 fucking years doing that shit? Yeah. It was, like, a decade of his life. Can you imagine if (laughs) you're a non-believer, though, back then, and you're an artist, and you get the opportunity to do that, but you have to do the religious thing? Yeah. You know? Could and you, you imagine? Then
0: he became the head of the NRA. Who knew?
1: <laughs> Who knew? And now he's a damn Trump
3: voter.
0: No, he's dead
1: because <laughs> that actor died. So, <laughs> so what do you think of? Uh, what are we drinking now? This is this the, is the
0: the pyramid, which we generally usually don't are not huge fans of. Yeah. This is their unfiltered Imperial mm. IPA, and guess what? It's good. I like it. It's crisp. It's clean. Yeah. It has lots of levels to it. Great flavors.
1: Yeah. This is really good. I think we did this in the right order today. It seems to have gotten in improved uh I think so. I think we're moving away. on up to
0: mm-hmm. the
1: east side. This is really good. Yeah, I'd mm-hmm. give this a four right off the bat. Really? I
0: I I I'm still gonna go about three and a half. Yeah. Maybe four. I I would put it along with the North Fork stuff. Yeah. Um what do you what did we give Snowqualmie?
1: I don't think we rated it. Snowqualmie, I, I would I'm torn. I, I don't want to give it a four because it's solid three. I think it quite rises to that, but I also don't want to give it a three. And I don't like doing halves, so um, I'll I'll just you uh, don't like do I don't do It's indecisive. Don't make me it's beat you to death death it's with this indecisive. It's indecisive. I will do three point two one seven, but not a half. That's true. No, I, w- I would probably just go ahead and settle on a three. It's a, a solid homie. three. I yeah.
0: think it's a solid three. It was it was a uh, good citrus hopped IPA, and and yeah. It was solid. It was
1: good. If I would like to go
0: to the Soquelamy brewery sometime. Yeah. In fact, I won't have to do that sooner than I think. So Yeah. Um absolutely. This pyramid is good though. This yeah, it's delicious. Good stuff.
1: Very good stuff.
3: Mm. I'm
0: Thank gonna you. end up drinking most of this, aren't I? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I bet there's still some berry left. I'm oh, I'm about lemon lemon. at the end of my uh drinking. Here with the podcast Rope so. <laughs> There's
0: a rope So uh,
1: we're, we're, we're close to having to wrap it up But um, I wanted to ask you about uh, what, What's your general feeling about the whole Because there's a lot of retarded behavior right now Around the Ghostbusters film On both sides of like the I haven't seen it yet So yeah. I, I
0: honestly can't judge it Yeah, And I love the first Ghostbusters I quote it all the time cats oh, yeah, and dogs yeah, yeah. living together
3: yeah. Mass hysteria yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I love that stuff Tell them about the Twinkie, Ray You know <laughs> 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 Fucking great, great shit. My girlfriend sleeps above the covers, four feet above the covers. <laughs> there's some great lines from the original film. That's, Absolutely, yeah, it's a there's a, it's a wonderful movie. The second one eh, it was okay, yeah, um, but this one I don't. I think it's gonna be awesome. I think it's for a new but generation. I'm, I think it's for kids. Yeah, just like I honestly think the first one was for kids. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of sexual behavior, there's a lot of uh cussing, no, there's a lot of this, that and the other in the first one. Yeah. But it was the eighties. This is nineteen eighty what? Four, five, yeah. three? I don't know what the fuck when
1: the fuck it came out. Yeah. But it was but, for yeah. us, the kids, and it blew up because of us, the kids. Right, right. But you've got people online right now with this because it's a female cast. You've got like the, the He-Man Woman Haters Club on one side. like Which they're, those they're people all, should be just
0: cut out of the situation. Oh, they completely.
1: should be just be stomped.
0: But then you have the people that honestly don't know they're being misogynistic. And while I love some of my friends, yeah. some of the reasons why I believe people are angry at Hillary yeah. is because they're subconsciously misogynistic. Right, it right. is It is built into us. We are programmed from a young age within our society. And I just got shocked, I think. Um, <laughs> from our society and, and from the way our parents, it's just the way our general society, our movies, our pop culture, our, yeah. our music, yeah. everything seems to revolve Around that, and I don't think people tend to notice that, especially when it comes to themselves, and especially when they're 40 years old, they think yeah. they're done. They're, they're yeah. done learning, they're done doing this, they're doing doing everything. They don't need to learn anymore. Mm. And they, people don't like to be wrong. Yeah. yeah. And even if that wrongness or their opinion comes mm-hmm. from a place that they don't truly know is misogynistic. Yeah. And I really think that a lot of people are angry not only at Ghostbusters, but Hillary for those reasons.
1: Yeah. I, I, I find it weird because I you know, I at first when when I saw the first trailer for Ghostbusters which came out like what 4 or 5 months ago. Like I was kind of I was kind of disappointed with it. I was like that didn't seem that funny. And I was kind of disappointed to learn oh, that the second one was that they're, fucking they're, hilarious. Yeah, it was. The second one was way better. That should have been the first trailer. But the, I remember also being a little bit disappointed. I was like, eh, they're going to remake it." I would I would have loved to have seen These Are Four Women who or continuing, yeah, that. like they're they're like, oh, the old Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters went away. We should pick that up and keep going with it. I think, I I, think that I, I, would, I would have, have meant more. That. Yeah, yeah. To yeah.
0: me, it would have meant more. Yeah. A continuation instead of but, a reboot. but but either way, exactly. exactly. and, and, and instead of making those women like the characters, because I think they're called like Stagman and and, mm-hmm. and all the characters' names, they are yeah, actually yeah. called that, and it's a complete reboot of the series. Yeah. Instead, mm-hmm. I I honestly think and and. To be honest, Kevin Smith agrees with me, not that that's fucking (laughs) canon or anything. But uh, (laughs) uh, I think it would have been awesome to have the people of old give the mantle over to these women. Yeah, yeah. It would have spoken volumes, not only to the, uh, the comedic community. Yeah. But to to film and to pop culture, yeah. I think it would have meant a lot more. I,
1: I, I would have been. I think that would have actually been a little bit cooler. But regardless, I mean, it's not that big a deal. No. Even and there if were it's people.
2: Movie, making too much of a big deal.
1: Yeah, there people were freaking out. And then you got, you know, on one hand, I was like, "Wow, you guys are a bunch of douches." Who cares? You know, if it was a bad trailer, you and people were. <laughs> First it's of all, funny, the trailer thing drives me like, nuts. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's a bad trailer. And then, okay, but then you've got like five paragraphs of ranting against women. It's like, mm-hmm. well, how do we go from bad trailer to women? You know, yeah. it's like, there's something, you got have some you, issues, talking dude. Talking about
2: good trailers and women, have you seen um, Wonder, Wonder Woman.
1: Woman? No, I haven't
0: seen that. Oh, the Wonder Woman trailer looks brilliant. And apparently yeah. everyone that I've heard from Kevin Smith to all the other comic book geeks that I listen to and, and read, yeah, it's right along the lines of the comic book, but better. Yeah and people are excited about a dc property for the first time in since batman.
3: Yeah. <laughs> to be well, honest that's with cool. You. That's cool.
0: So, and it looks brilliant, it looks beautiful, yeah, it looks I'm amazing. Sure
1: it well, I'm, you know, I'm sure that well, there, are, right I'm, right sure there. Right I'm sure oh, there are, no. I'm sure there are guys out there who feel that Wonder Woman probably should have been played by a guy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Why isn't Cumberbatch in that role? Maybe maybe Buddy I'm Cole. I'm not gay, but I think Cumberbatch should have played that maybe role. Maybe Buddy Cole should have been Wonder Woman. I think he would have made a fabulous Wonder Woman.
0: <laughs> I think he would have. He would have never gotten out of that chair and just continued to smoke that cigarette and drink that Manhattan. But whatever. whatever. Yeah, so, but no, I don't. I don't understand. And to be yeah. honest with you, that's just just my view of what's happening right now. I, I
1: think of all the all the things lately in the last few years, you know, in the world. I I really the Ghostbusters thing is really the most puzzling for me. It's like I don't quite understand, <laughs> understand all the hate. It's weird. Yeah, and then it's and stretch. then and as a you know, I I make no bones about it. I I tend to be a, a lot more liberal about my views, but then to have another group of people become like overly defensive about it. And it's like then I go on to like like uh, like Rotten Tomatoes and read reviews and there's people praising this movie like it was like it was fuck like the best movie that has ever been made and it's gonna change all of human human history. And I'm like, Oh come on guys, come on. we don't need to overdo it he to looks make like it
2: a PR thing, you know, yeah. the, the the same studio tried Part of too. it is. Yeah. Of, uh, yeah Blow it out of the proper to get you no know, attention yeah. to the
1: movie. Yeah. yeah. And then you have I don't know if you guys followed like last week, um, Leslie
2: Ah, oh, oh, what was her what's her last name? Leslie, Leslie Jones. Jones Jones, yeah. That was not oh, that. Oh, was... she was
1: attacked like mercilessly by these assholes. And they were doing rude things like creating screenshots that made it look like she had said racist things on Twitter that were like faking screenshots of quotes from I always her. wonder
0: how often that happens with yeah. that whole Twitter thing and then people reposting
1: like, the Twitter stuff. Yeah. I always
0: wonder how often because it couldn't be that hard to fake that stuff. No, and it's not. And, and I wonder how often that when you see a repeated Twitter, it's like, is that
1: really true? I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
2: Do you want to say it was not
1: true? Yeah, I, I hate Twitter yeah. because I can't... I'm
0: not saying it wasn't. I'm just... Yeah.
1: It's I don't weird. like Twitter for that reason. I, I always feel like I'm I'm lost in a sea of comments, and I can't follow what. It's like okay, so you're saying some. I don't follow what you're responding to, yeah, and it's, it I does not I react well to my ADD it. at yeah. all. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I, I read it. and
2: uh, No, I, 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 I just, yeah. you're right. It's like just random words in. Yeah. You remember this movie God or something like that? And when he hears prayers, he just hears random prayers all over. <laughs> The, 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 anyway, it doesn't matter. It's this movie that is a guy that is God and suddenly he's listened to the prayers, but it is just come random, you
0: know? Weird. Yeah, that's exactly what, kinda what it's like. It's like every uh, everybody that's praying for a puppy yeah. is he's hearing that. Everyone every football team that's praying to win yeah, is you hearing know, that. You know, you know that. yeah, I I get it. And that's it's exactly what Twitter's like. It's so fast. and it's so fast. Mm-hmm. That how can you honestly pay attention to that much information coming at you at once? I can't do it. Obviously, movie I, stars I start and shit. from
2: the beginning. Uh, it's too much.
0: It's funny because a lot of... Uh, and I listen to all these podcasts uh, of these fairly famous people from D-celebrities to A-celebrities. There, Some of them do it. Some of them don't. Uh-huh. And uh, it's funny to hear their reactions to it. It's like... I said one thing that I thought was kind of neat, and I got attacked for the next three days for it. So I just stopped Twitter completely. And then you have other people that were like, "Yeah, I got attacked for this, but yeah, I just moved on. I just blocked those people from my Twitter and moved on." And then it, it's so weird how that Twitter works and how people relate to it that I, I honestly still don't understand it. I, I go I onto it. Twitter I and I I, I put. I, I, I have this weird relationship with Twitter. And because we have a Twitter account, and everything we post on Friendface or Instagram or anything goes. Automatically to Twitter. And I didn't realize it was it was on my personal account, too. So I'm, like, posting the most <laughs> fucked up shit. And they're like, oh, look, they give, you know, like, my thing that I want to post about my own picture from 1981 is like, oh, look, the, in the 70s, they give kids uh, sex toys. Intruder. You know, and, and that's going to go out on Beer Plus's three Twitter account. I didn't know that until, like, three months ago. So now when I go on to uh, even Fred Face, I'm like, oh, "This is going to go on on Twitter." I don't know what to do, and then I realize no one fucking pays attention to our Twitter, so I don't give a shit now. Yeah, but- yeah.
1: <laughs> it's I. have never I Twitter do. just doesn't do anything for me. I. I. It's too much. It's like a fire hose of comments, <laughs> you know, it's just nonstop, man. Then I don't understand I where they are commenting
2: about. It. Yeah.
1: It is- yeah, yeah. Like I. Uh, I have a personal
0: Twitter that I, I had I at one point, like a year ago. Yeah. I had a personal Twitter, and uh, Neil Gaiman posted something and I, I uh, about the uh, Sandman or something from long ago that he did and that completely I love. Yeah. And that influenced, like, the rest of my fucking life <laughs> and how I feel about, you know, life in general. And I posted... I, I, I tweeted something back at him. Yeah. And then, like... 3 days later I was like he never even liked it what the fuck <laughs> And then I I went back on and realized he got 78 fucking responses to that and I'm like okay that's why Yeah, yeah. that's why because that poor man can't keep up with all of these no, fans has-
1: You're you're the crowd of people behind the rope while he walks into the theater yeah. screaming Have at him
2: you? <laughs>
1: Neil
2: Neil Exactly <laughs> No I just is-
1: just I think that should be our final thought, <laughs> Neil. Neil. <laughs> so, yeah, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Neil. Neil. <laughs> Neil, look over here, Neil. Neil, would you sign my boobs? <laughs> don't boobs. I don't have boobs, but my wife. <laughs> oh, he like, totally oh, has those. boobs. He totally <laughs> has boobs.
2: <laughs> I will let Neil go sign my boobs.
0: <laughs> I'm a butt. Your butt. I would totally let him sign my butt, but I'd have to shave first. <laughs> oh. So, uh, no, my 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 favorite Neil, one of my favorite Neils. I don't know if you ever watched the Young Ones. Uh, you see oh, the yeah. show that is I coming. love Neil. Yeah. The new TV show that is
2: coming. Um.
0: Yeah, American Gods. Oh, have you yeah, watched yeah. the trailer to it?
1: I've seen. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: But uh, The Young Ones, if if you millennials out there have to watch one British goddamn show, yeah. it's either it's either got to be The Young Ones or Red Dwarf. Young Ones was brilliant, and Neil the hippie was always <laughs> very depressed, no matter how high he got. You- and uh, one of my favorite episodes was, uh, I think it was The Bomb in the Fridge. They had a nuclear bomb in their fridge. <laughs> 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 of course, of course they did. Of course they did. And uh, the, 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 the somebody goes, Oi, Neil! What are you doing? I'm just digging my own grave. <laughs> well, stop that shite and get in here. We have a bomb in the fridge.
1: <laughs> well, okay. I love Neil. I saw an article Great about stuff. the Young Ones just recently, and they were pointing out the fact that the uh, through the run of the show, there was a fifth roommate that they never talked about, but he was in the background, (laughs) like always just kind of sulking in the background. (laughs) Yeah. And they only showed him intermittently and just like, like a quick cut... Uh, from one angle, and you could see him sitting over in the corner. and The other guys never acknowledged him, they never <laughs> talked about him, but he was there in various episodes, yes. just sulking in the back. You don't know how many times I've seen that show. Yeah. I love that show.
0: I, yeah. I, I started watching it, I'm sure, probably after it came out because yeah. it came out in the like mid to early 80s. And I started watching it in the like yeah. mid to late 80s, yeah. And uh, because it came on PBS yeah. or Channel 12. From that, that weird single that came from Canada. Yeah. Or Bellingham. <laughs> whatever. Um and it God, I love that show. Yeah. Loved that show. One of my favorite episodes I, is the bomb in the fridge. I, I became Ooh, there's a nuclear bomb in the fridge. I became Just fucking a, close it. I became aware <laughs> of it when uh,
1: M T V ran it in the late eighties. Yeah, that's that's, that's a, yeah. I watched a lot of the M T V version too. Yeah, yeah. So um. that's how
0: I saw it a second time, <laughs> and then immediately after that, I got into Red Dwarf, which is oh, that's, completely that's a other. Show. Did I ever tell subject. you about
1: Deanne's reaction to Red Dwarf? Oh, I'm sure she fucking hated it. Okay, so she's that's what I tell her. I I go this. It was okay. So I get up in the morning. <laughs> PBS is is about to start a Red Dwarf marathon. Throw all of show I recorded all of, the all of that. That was yeah. back in the 90s, right? Yeah. No. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah, it was, 90, was back in the 90s, 93, 94, around there, right? Mm-hmm. And she was not feeling well. Uh, she had called in sick to work, and so I and I was heading off to work myself. And it was like nine o'clock in the morning or something. And I and I and I told her, I go, God, this is such a good show. You should just watch one episode, one or two episodes. And she does not like um, British com, like slapstick kind of British comedy. First of all, like she's not a big Monty Python fan. I shouldn't say slapstick but just sort of that that kind of uh British sort of style of humor. She's Not a huge fan of that. She's also not a fan of sci-fi. And she's definitely not a fan of British sci-fi comedy, right? So there's okay. this is beyond this her is, you couldn't is, get further she away. She's already built the wall you, yes, that the Mexicans paid for. You couldn't get further away <laughs> from her tastes than in on paper Red Dwarf. Yeah. And I I go Come on. I go, just watch, watch an Berlin episode. Watch an episode. Watch one or two episodes. And this is, I had two jobs at the time. I was working at a grocery store and at the newspaper. So I went off to my grocery store job, and she said, okay, fine, I'll watch an episode. I come back eight hours later, and I've got like an hour and a half break between, and then I have to head off to my newspaper job. So I, I come home, and I'm just getting something to eat, and I'm watching, and she's in front of the TV, and she's watching Red Dwarf. And I go, are you you're watching Red Dwarf? and she goes yeah she goes this is the coolest show i have ever seen she loved it <laughs> she absolutely nice. fucking loved it she fell in love with it and she goes she goes i'm not going anywhere i'm waiting until the and so i went off to work another that's not that's before it ended yeah and i i went off to work another full shift i remember this day i didn't come back until <laughs> late that night And I came back like she's still in front and she at this point she has now seen more red dwarf than I have. (laughs) And she's like, This is so good. I have loved every minute of it. So she spent the entire day watching that entire marathon. And I was just like, Oh my God, man. I can't believe he did that. And to this day she'll talk about that show like it's like it's just brilliant. It kills me because that is so. So
2: no curve. You can't
1: get further away from her taste, but she just she loved it. She fell right in love with it and got into it, and it was just very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever hear uh, Sir Patrick Stewart's story about that? No.
3: uh
0: -uh. Um. This is uh, back in the uh, early '90s or late '80s when, when of course he was going strong with Star Trek, right? And uh, he happened to go back to London. Yeah for whatever reason, and he was in his hotel room flipping through the channels and he ended up on this red dwarf. Yeah. He started watching it and he, he picked up the phone and was like, I'm going to call my studio. They're ripping us off. He thought, oh, my God, they're copyright- this is a copyright infringement. And, he- and it was ringing, and he started laughing his ass off and went, oh, never mind. <laughs> I heard it from himself. Yeah. Patrick yeah. Stewart himself. He's like, ah, never mind. <laughs> it's funny.
1: Well, on that note, we should wrap it up. Um, Absolutely. We've had a, 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 an interesting selection of beers on this one. So Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. We haven't even gotten to the Comrade.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. With the Comrade. Yep. Sorry, no lie. We didn't get to you.
0: Actually, in the uh,
1: Shadowrun campaign, I had to change uh, um,
0: um, persons of the uh, um, one of the characters because uh, I don't know how to do that accent. So I changed it to Russian because
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know how to do that accent.
1: Everybody in Jeff's <laughs> games are either Russian or German. <laughs> <laughs> Even the D&D games. That's weird. That yeah, is weird. It's Spy.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we love it. Yeah. Let's go
2: that latin. Yeah.
0: I so, can do uh, a lot of accents but no I was trying to do a Chinese and I'm like I don't fucking know how to do a Chinese accent. Yeah. I would need to watch a lot of like interviews with a lot of the like the Chinese directors and actors that I love. It's, I would have to definitely watch a lot of interviews and like yeah. try to
1: get that shit down. But eh, I could hard in, hard, fuck to, it. hard to do it without it sounding like you're being you know, like you're
0: Exactly. Something. Like yeah. um yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was it the the Federation from uh, Star Wars? Yeah, it would be really hard to do yeah, without yeah, sounding like a that. Yeah, it's fun like line, people, I think.
2: people when they um try to do my accent. Yeah. You can see when it is insulting and when it is trying to do my accent. Like Caleb, it is very uh, he's actually imitating me.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Never (laughs) insulting. You know, never. But you can actually see the difference. You know? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I would never try to do that. I can kind of do like the Japanese thing a little bit, but it's, it's really hard to not sound yeah. insulting. Like I, I'm not trying to do yellow face or whatever. The, I hate yeah. that fucking term, by the way. <laughs> um, it, I'm not trying to do that, but yeah. there is so many, even watching anime, they talk like this. Yeah. Yeah. They
1: <laughs> and they go. And they do
0: that. They that's Oh yeah. yeah. You yeah. watch the old uh, um, uh, Kurosawa films or or mm-hmm. any of the um it
2: is amazing. They, uh, they the Lone Wolf and, and Cub films.
0: Yeah. And they
2: go up and
0: down yeah, yeah, and yeah. up and down. Yeah. And obviously that's part of their language and that's how they emote. Right. right. They actually grunt but,
2: a lot.
1: Not yeah. that like <sighs> Yeah Yeah that's We got to make fun About her
0: anime And was like Oh she's watching anime They're going a
3: Yeah oh, thinks
2: it's kid, kid thinks This well, one I, of the fighting was. Yeah. I know it's just a. It's no it's just, just a nice. girl
0: Hitting on a
1: guy She's like oh, And he's oh. <laughs> really? Oh, watched, that's what you're doing? I watched the Kingdom of Uh what was it, Magic and Dreams? I think is uh, the the, oh, the documentary we, about Miyazaki. Did you watch that? Oh my god, you guys have to watch it. It's so freaking Which good. Man? It looks brilliant. Yeah, about really Miyazaki and, and the Miyazaki uh, documentary. And, uh, Studio Kingdom Ghibli. of Madness. Oh, oh Madness. That's I, it. I misquoted I the, the, I the title. That. That's a a fantastic. But yeah, a, a lot of times, you know, it's of course it's all in Japanese and they have a subtitle, but yeah. the... uh the. Of it, it was really striking to me how frequently somebody would say something, and I would think, Are they, is he angry? It was like, Oh, no, he's not angry. It's just my ears hear Japanese no, speech, and I think it sounds yeah, angry, but they're not, it's, it's not at all. You know, like somebody would say something, something <laughs> and then somebody else would laugh. Okay, I'm, I have to adjust to this because it's, and also you right. have to
0: realize that they're, um, the culture is different. So the culture might think that, this type of anger is yeah. funny. Yeah. If, when we hear that type of anger, it's fucking scary and serious. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. there, Maybe there is that. It, but, that but there's also the the language yeah. itself yeah. that we honestly do not understand. I, I, love, I'm spoil, I love, love. I'm gonna spoil. I love. I'm gonna spoil a
1: little part of it for you guys, but you'll you'll see yeah, you'll see it spelled out in detail. So it's not really a spoiler. But the uh, one of his assistants is like a huge fan of his so she's you can see it like he's she's following him around and helping him out with things yeah. and the whole time she's like <laughs> 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 i'm with Hayami amizaki oh my god this like know, it's the a funniest females thing, thing. Working in, in yeah industry a yeah. lot yeah. in the art uh, oh you guys see, watch that watch it. I, I was i was shocked at how good that was i started watching it and it just it pulled me right in and have you seen like, the wind uh, rises no, I haven't seen that one yet, but I'm going it's, to. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's, it's another side of the war. The Marty yeah. one. That I honestly
0: oh, yeah, Marty was there. was is brilliant. Yeah. It's the one it's yeah. the movie they did after Miyazaki left. Oh, okay, right, right. When Marty was there. But it was also he was part of it. He like he wrote it or something, yeah. but it never came out. So it's oh. something that I think he was involved with but only precursor-wise, if you want
1: to call it. What that. was it again? What was that one? Marty. Marty was there. And the other one is when the wind rises. And wind rises is oh, his when last Larnie baby. Was that that is the one that the other The
3: little
1: girl? Yeah, and it's a totally different style, visual style. No, no, no. That was Princess Gura. Oh, okay, yeah. In the documentary, Which was beautiful. In the documentary, their other studio is working on that film while Miyazaki is in the in the other in this the sun the, the wind rises. Rises. doing the yeah, and so it's really cool because. The guy at the other studio is was, was at his one partner, time. partner, who is yeah, just as brilliant as But you. was also his mentor when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 kind of funny because they. And I don't want to spoil too much of it, but I you did can watch it. there's a little bit of a um, love hate relationship <laughs> between the two of them. Respect. It's almost like. It's yeah, like it's a, like, they it, it is like a, they. it is more
2: like, a, like an anime. You know, it's yeah. like this respect, but, but they are. Yeah. Things, you know, the word fight. You know, yeah. Place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah No, they cool. they
0: clashed so many times throughout the years. I mean, yeah. I I remember watching a few different. I wouldn't don't know if there were documentaries, but there were certainly articles that were. You know, but they clashed so many times throughout the years. Yeah, from the 70s on. Yeah, and I remember one of my favorite movies oh. back in the early 80s was Nausicaa and the Valley Wind. Oh, I love yeah. that movie. I love that movie so much. I have much. the uh, mangas. Yeah, from back then. Yeah. Let's go. Um, the,
1: the ones that came out of the states. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, they're so beautiful. Yeah, that's very pleasant, so. okay, Um Well, these, I, these final Dave, thoughts have gone on. Dave, I was just going to say, Dave is way up past his bedtime now. Yeah, so. <laughs> we, should, we should probably put
0: Dave to bed
1: at good, this point. Good night, Dave. Good night,
2: Dave. Good night. to the
0: I don't like the vanilla ice cream, but the vanilla ice cream likes me. Beer plus three featured Jeff Swatman, Rick Anderson and our very special guest, Jami Le Sanchez. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave.